We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN as we... Continue our coverage of the storm, the blizzard of 22. Let's give you an update on those travel bans. Uh, They are going away quickly. We have just removed the village of Hamburg and the town of Hamburg, the village of Blaisdell, and the town of Clarence, which means right now the driving bans continue in Lackawanna, Cheektowaga, Buffalo, and Amherst. The Amherst travel ban will be removed at 7 But all of Erie County is still under a travel advisory. So as of 7, when Pasquale comes on the air, Buffalo, Chittawaga, and Lackawanna will be the places remaining in a travel ban. But again, a travel advisory is in place for all of Erie County. If you don't have to go anywhere, uh, don't is the message uh, they are sending out. We also got this text in that I want to uh, pass on. I've been running a high lift all weekend, and today we spent all day in the city clearing streets for fire trucks, clearing snow away from abandoned ambulances, cars stuck in the street, people walking around us, and driving cars today was the biggest impediment to us being productive. Uh, So just a message from someone who has been out in the elements all day trying to clear streets, trying to clear paths so the plows can get through. Also, the Buffalo Sabres just announced that their game tomorrow in Columbus is postponed because, well, the airport's closed until Wednesday at 11. The Sabres wouldn't be able to get out. Uh, Tops has opened all of their Niagara County locations and select Erie County locations. Go to their website to see if the store near you is open. Um, again, because there are still some that are closed. Wegmans opening all Uh, Their locations, except for Orchard Park Road in West Seneca, they're opening all their locations in Erie County at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Again, except for the West Seneca Orchard Park Road location that will open later tomorrow afternoon. Okay, 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. We've got calls, so without uh, me going any further, let's get right to these calls and start with Chris who's in Clarence, Chris on line four. Good afternoon. Yeah, I just want to make a point. It seems like the, the city and the county executive and uh, the governor, as they sprain their own wrist, giving each other pats on the back, it, it seems like they revert to their old tricks. Uh, you know, the city of Buffalo has been doing it for years. The reason they don't plow the streets is because of people not listening to the driving ban or alternate parking. But no one looks at facts like 
in a city of 270,000 people that's covered by snow about five months a year. The city of Buffalo doesn't own a single ATV, snowmobile, or tracked vehicle, but, but they have a police boat that they use about two and a half months a year. So, you know, we'll overlook things like that. We'll overlook that the governor's own office put out a PR that said that this storm will be, I quote, once-in-a-lifetime generational storm. If that's not a catalyst to, to, to activate the National Guard, then what is? She didn't, she didn't activate the National Guard. She sends him in four days later as a cleanup crew. What she should have done was had him staged at armories and fire stations so they can clear out the area for the power trucks, clear out the area for ambulances and fire trucks, okay? And, and everybody just, just defaults back to, you know, oh, well, it's the people on the roads, the people on the roads. Amherst started plowing today. Guess what? Their poor response has nothing to do with people on the roads because people couldn't get on the roads. So I, I just I find it interesting that how understaffed and under-equipped a city in the Northeast doesn't own a snowmobile in its police department. If we're going to blame, you know, all alternate parking, the plows can't get by. I, I think it's all smoke and mirrors as usual. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, as I said, Chris, uh, these are lessons that should be learned from every snowstorm. We should get better and better at handling with snowstorms. But the, the one problem is you have to admit that you made a mistake first, and I just don't see that happening in this state. Well, no, and, and, and a, lot, a lot of it has to do with money. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll get the equipment that's free from Homeland Security, but if they have to crack their own walls to buy any other emergency equipment, they just kick the can down the road, and then we all end up suffering. And uh, it, it's the same old story. They're going to get through this. They're going to give out their awards. They're going to claim that they prevented this, they prevented that. You know, this still, this is the exact same blizzard that went through the, the West. We're not getting it any worse. Statistically, it's identical. So far, we have more deaths than any city in the West that it went through. Maybe someone should, in an after-action report, someone should look at the fact why we couldn't handle the storm. We have more fatalities than anybody else. But instead, hey. they'll say, oh, well, you know, the driving ban, and you're not listening here, and alternate parking. That's nonsense. Alternate parking doesn't cause people to die or electric crews unable to get down a street that hasn't been plowed in six days. It's the usual nonsense. No one wants to take responsibility for their inept leadership. That's all I have to say. Hey, Chris and Clarence, um, Opens line for you. Thank you for the call, Chris. 803-0930, star 930. And, you know, uh, let's get to uh, Susie and Lackawanna first on line six, and then um, I've got something to say. Susie, thanks for hanging on. You've been without power since Friday morning. Yes, Friday morning, 845. I'd just like to say Merry Christmas from O Little Town of Bethlehem Park. And I found out from the snow line that there's still 200 homes in Bethlehem Park without power since Friday morning. I'm one of them. There there are about 100 homes with power and 200 without. So, yeah, it, it's been a really rough time for us. And our, our little animals are suffering and we're suffering. And we're, like, trying to stay warm by our gas stoves if we have, if you have a gas stove. You know, so... Uh, I'm just wondering, our streets are all plowed. They plowed them all out last night in Bethlehem Park. So I was just wondering, is National Grid going to come and see us soon? And I know other people are suffering without power also. So I know we're all waiting. We're all waiting. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Susie, you know, I'm looking at the map right now. Uh, what is this? Outagemap.ny.nationalgridus.com. And looking at Lackawanna. Um, mm-hmm. the town of Lock. Now, this is what the website says. 
Natana Lackawanna uh, has been unassigned, and it's currently assessing uh, the condition. So I'm okay. hoping that changes. But it's not a town. It's a city. <laughs> ah, well, look at that. So it's here it is. City of Lackawanna. <laughs> sorry about that. City of Lackawanna it's says um, that they have been assigned, that there has been someone, okay. a, a crew has been assigned to the city of Lackawanna. Great. That's so great. I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the next hour or two uh, you will be able to have power again. I cannot – and this goes for everybody out there. I cannot imagine being without power since Friday morning. You know, I, I, I think that 79 per mile per hour wind was right through our section. <laughs> Believe me, I was. Uh, I, I, I was just out can't there. imagine. House was shaking. Yeah. You know, and that's why, like I say, hey, w- yeah, it, it, st- it stunk being stuck at work, but we had power, mm-hmm. we had heat. I can't imagine the things that you and everyone who's been without power for now an entire weekend into Monday. Uh, I, yeah. I just can't imagine it, Susie. I, I really hope that uh, by thank the you. end of Tom Puckett's show, I'm hoping that you have power. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Susie and Lackawanna. Thank you so much. Opens the line for you at 803-0930, star 930. You know, I, I want to go back to uh, the deaths and 25 deaths from this storm. And, and I hope that number doesn't rise, but it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And it does, again, I always say, we, we've got to take lessons from everything, right? We've got to learn. Um, and I'm going to say personally, you know, I, I have a, um, a carbon monoxide detector that I believe there's no batteries in. I believe it's it's connected um, in our apartment to the electricity. Like, I, I don't think that, that you have to check batteries. Maybe I should go make sure. But I just hope if, if, if there's a lesson you've learned out there, you know, check your detectors, check your carbon monoxide detectors. And, you know, when those things start going off, uh, don't ignore them. Uh, it, it's just absolutely heartbreaking um, that, you know, people died during the storm and that some of those deaths were attributed to carbon monoxide poisoning. So make sure, number one, you have detectors. Uh, make sure you have carbon monoxide detectors and make sure you have, I, be- I believe, at least one on every floor. Um, I think they sell now where it's a mixed carbon monoxide and fire um, detector. Uh, make sure you test them often. If they run on batteries, if they run on electricity, just make sure they're working. Make sure you know what the sound is, right? Press the fire alarm, press the uh, carbon monoxide detector. Make sure you know what you're listening for uh, because this is just absolutely heartbreaking um, that people have passed away. 25 deaths. I really hope that number doesn't go up. Uh, you know, I said it's heartbreaking, the deaths uh, with this storm, and, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers are with each family uh, that has lost someone this holiday weekend during the blizzard. Um, but there were also heartwarming stories of lives saved. And, you know, it doesn't make up for the heartbreaking uh, loss of life. But, you know, as our hearts break for those that we lost in the storm, it really does show the kind hearts of people here in Western New York that saved lives, that risked their life to save uh, another life and put themselves in harm's way, put themselves in the middle of the storm. We had story, stories of people going, you know, blocks over, streets over to save someone, to get someone uh, a life-saving medication, uh, a life-saving equipment, to take someone 
uh, to a hospital in the middle of a storm. And, and those are stories uh, that are so heartwarming. Again, our hearts break for those that we lost. Uh, but how much higher that number could have been if it wasn't for some very brave neighbors, family members, friends who went out in the storm, said, I'm, I'm not letting this person go. I'm checking on this person, and I'm going to make sure they're okay. If their house is freezing, I'm going to get them. I'm going to bring them home. I'm going to bring them to a warming uh, shelter. And those heartwarming stories uh, are really what I hope we hear more of as the um, as the days go on. But my, my heart breaks for those who we lost in the storm and those that those that passed due to carbon monoxide poisoning. I, I really hope uh, that you get those detectors. If you do not have one, if you haven't tested your detector, go test it right now. Make sure that you know what it sounds like. Make sure it works because those are the two things. Make sure you know what you're listening for. Make sure there's one on every floor and um, uh, definitely a lesson I think we can take away from uh, from the storm. One of the many lessons we can take away from this storm. And as Chris and Clarence said, and as we've been talking about, and again, as we will talk more and more about as the storm uh, goes on, are, you know, what are the lessons the government um, can take away from this? The state, the county, the city can take away from this. Again, I, I don't think this is the response to this storm. I, I don't know if this is a storm that, you know, at the end of the week, we're going to see everyone patting each other on the back. I think it said you have to admit where maybe you were, maybe there were mistakes made. Because here's the one thing. You don't learn lessons from something if you don't admit a mistake. And I say this all the time, and I'm really not trying to get political in the middle of a storm where people are still struggling, where people still need help. But I have to say this. I say this often when we talk about politics. We have too many people in American politics in 22 who are too scared to point out problems, point out mistakes made by people within their party. And you don't get anywhere when you have people that are more dedicated to their party than their country. And we do need to have people that need to ignore the party, ignore political parties. This is something where we need to just be honest and say, this should have been done early. We could have been better at this. Maybe we need to be more equipped with this. And I don't think that's getting all political. I think that's just being honest. Let's, let's, not, let's not play party politics. Let's forget party politics. Let's forget what party everyone's in. And let's just say, these are the, these are the mistakes that were made. We need to learn how we don't make those mistakes again. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Again, I think that's a more constructive way to do things than in the middle of a storm while cleanup is going on, while people are still being rescued, to have have the governor go out there and talk about uh, climate change, global warming. Again, in a press conference that people were looking for information. People wanted to know when power was going to be back on. People wanted to know when a plow was going to go down their street. People wanted to be to know, are people being rescued? Instead, we take time in a press conference to talk about global war, uh, uh, climate change. Does anyone else not think that was in bad taste? 8030930, star 930, that's the number to get on. It is 523 here at News Radio 930. WBEN, uh, let's get what we know right now here in Western New York. Metro service is suspended until further notice. Uh, the airport is closed until Wednesday at 11 a.m. 
Wegmans is reopening their Erie County stores tomorrow at 10 a.m., except for the Orchard Park Road location in West Seneca. Tops is opening uh, some of their locations in Erie County tonight. Uh, But make sure you know if your store is open or not before uh, venturing out there. And you can go to their website to find out. 803-0930, star 930. Uh, Pastor James Giles is on the line. Uh, Pastor James, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, uh, And hats off to you guys uh, for kind of keeping the community inform about some of the logistics that's going on and i've been out here uh riding around and uh, well actually just helping individuals you know there's there's people that like mothers that didn't have heat you know taking them to their relatives and uh, getting food to people and things of that nature and uh and i just see these two buffaloes once again uh we we always do uh, the two buffaloes, by that I mean, you know, we're so good at coming together and helping each other. I see a lot of that, but I also I am deeply dissatisfied by the the just the trifling, uh, stealing and robbing places. And I've been riding through the community, just all of our uh, all the stores on our community. I was I was down Niagara. Niagara is open for business, and, you know, the family dollar is down there, the stores, the general stores, other businesses there. You know, um, I didn't see that, you know, and I'm I'm just, just so displeased in my community in terms of their response. But it's only a few people, all right, but which seems like a lot. But it's kind of just kind of spread, you know, once people found out in Facebook, they were finding out that, yeah, they, this store is open. And then you had people coming in with shopping carts. Uh, uh, garbage bags, you know, and, and and the real problem I have with it, so I'm not sure if, I, I know some people were just being greedy, just taking stuff because they're seizing the opportunity of this, uh, this tragic event, but you went in there and you tr- trashed the store. That's the part I don't understand. You go in there and you trash the store. You, you may, uh, it's one thing about removing the stock. But now you got to do all this damage, you know, that the owners got to come in there and do it, you know, and it's discouraging some of the owners. They don't even want to open again, you know, and, and, and it's not like we have other businesses such as that in the neighborhood. There are people not lining up to open these businesses in our neighborhood, and this, this is just a further mark against that. And I, I'm just encouraging the community, please, please. Don't go in and rob people. And, you know, you shouldn't rob at any time. But during a crisis, and there are people that are really hungry. There are people that really need help. There are people that really need service. And these well, able-bodied people with enough strength to break down a window, go up in the store, to take out whatever it is that they need, and then throw everything else on the floor that they don't. You know, come on. You know, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm just I'm, I'm frustrated about that, you know. And we're we're all out here, myself and other responders, out here, you know, just trying to help people get through the moment, you know. Uh, so it's going to take some education on our part. I I, I see that. And I, I think you're echoing uh, the, how so many people 
feel, Pastor James. And, you know, I saw uh, one of the stores put on Facebook that they're going to have to close for two to three weeks, assess the damage, and, and decide if they're going to reopen. And I saw in the comment section someone said, do you realize you've just taken my job away from me for at least, to, to the looters? You just took my job away from me for one or two weeks while you, you know, got away with – uh, maybe a, a TV, the the gumball machine. Well, you got away with that. Now I'm without a paycheck for one to two weeks. Look what you've done to your community. Uh, and that really hit when I read that comment. And that's a, that's a sad part of it. It's, it. And it's not like, so yes, they may be hurting the owners, but they're hurting the community more. And they don't realize that, you know, at a time they should be standing up, you know, for the well-being of the community, they're going to be a force to tear it down and going to discourage other businesses from coming in these neighborhoods, setting up shop, you know? So, uh, and, and yeah, so I am greatly discouraged by that, but at the same time, I, I am seeing that other part of Buffalo that's coming together. I've seen people pushing people out, helping people get unstuck, you know, uh, uh, men walking, just coming by and freely shoveling their neighbors out, you know, that couldn't even open their doors, you know, so I see all of that, then that's the good Buffalo that we all know and all love. Uh, but to have this other stuff going on, is just a, a bad, bad drop. And, and I, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I came out to West End to pick up somebody to take them to the hospital. Now the emergency room are stacked and packed. It's a, they're talking about a seven, eight hour wait in any one of them. So I'm, I'm just hoping that everybody's well, everyone is safe and will not need an emergency emergency visit, but they're only taking priority first. You know, you need you need to come in there on a gurney or something uh, to really get seen right away. Uh, but right now they're just overly taxed, overly backed up. Everybody is. And the word, you know, and I talk with, talk with the people from National Grid too, and uh, they wanted to respond. You know, this was a very strange situation for everybody, especially the first responders and the responders, uh, because what delayed the response was the whiteout. Nobody could see anything. I was out here trying to make it. It took me an hour to get home. I live on Harlem. It took me an hour to get home from Union, right, at the height of the whiteout. And, and I was just leaving Sam picking up groceries that I knew I was going to need them for these people. Not for myself. We're We're okay. But but it took me literally an hour to get from Union to Harlem. So it was that bad in the whiteout. And, and so now, and now here it is. So nobody could move, but everybody was still moving during the band. band. And so I happened to drive a four-wheel. So, but I wouldn't have gotten out here, you know, in a car that may not make it, may hit a snowbank and can't make it, you're going to get stuck. Now you got to leave it there. Uh, you know, it's just a bad idea to be driving around this stuff. We have to learn to pay attention to those warnings. We must learn to pay attention to those warnings because they're trying to tell us it's going to be trouble. And unfortunately, we've lost 25 lives so far, and I, I'm afraid there are more lives going to be uncovered. They're finding them in the cars, and when they start removing the snow, they're going to find some other bodies there. And that's a sad connotation to this whole story and, and uh but the point is uh, one, i want i want to thank you guys for just kind of keeping everybody abreast uh with the information constant stream of information and uh but let them know that even the power companies and i talked with them they couldn't even navigate down the roads and if they had to fix a transformer in the back of somebody's house they, they're not going to get to that they're just not going to get to that because you can't even get down the side streets it's just just a real sad state of affairs 
No, exactly. Hey, Pastor James Giles, I'm so glad you called in. Uh, thank you so much, and I know we'll talk again soon. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Keep up the good thank work. You. That's pa- thank you very much. That's Pastor James uh, Giles opening the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. When we come back, one segment to go. Uh, Tom, sorry, a little late to news. Here is Tom Puckett. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is Beamer in for Bowerly, our continuous coverage uh, going through tonight. We've got Tom Puckett next with uh, his evening news. And then Pasquale takes over at 7 to take you till 10 with your calls and updating you on what's going on. That's our job here. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. Some good news. Uh, Power and heat has been restored on Lemon Street in Buffalo. We talked about that a little earlier and uh, now the power and heat has been restored. The texter texting in. Um, so that is great news. And we hope to keep on hearing of people's power uh, turning back on. We, keep, we hope to keep hearing of streets being plowed out. You know, as I said, there's a lot of obstacles out there. And uh, something I noticed on the drive from work home yesterday uh, were all the obstacles. And uh, as uh, has been pointed out, uh, you've got payloaders clearing out uh, the snow one scoop at a time and the snow drifts are just too deep to push snow with a plow and that's why you see these payloaders move in clean that up before a plow can get in also you have cars in the way um, on a lot of the major streets and that's why you see uh, just you know one lane plowed or one little path made uh, made out 803-0930 star 930 uh, and not just on major streets, you'll see those, um, you know, my, my parents said there were cars stuck on their street uh, after the storm as well. So you're seeing it all around, and that's what's really slowing things down. As I said, you know, usually after a, a storm, hey, why aren't the plows doing this? Why aren't the plows here and there? This one's a little more understandable. It's still frustrating. Don't get me wrong. It's still frustrating. Um, but... When you have those obstacles, it's a little more understandable. Again, it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong. You know, I stepped outside my apartment building and you see one, you know, drift of snow 
that's you know almost as tall as me, and then you can almost see the grass. It's just a really interesting thing um, how this storm, how the snow blew all around, and how it ended up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you would walk out the door. One side of the door is snow taller than me. On the other side of the door, you could almost see grass. It's just, it's amazing how the snow fell. And, and I'm sorry, how the wind blew the snow around um, the lat through, you know, a 36 hour snowstorm. It, it, it's still, I've never seen anything like it. The snow just being here for so long. You know, you look out your window Friday, it looked the exact same out your window on Saturday. Uh, when I, and I, I said this when I went on the air Sunday morning at 3 a.m. When I went to, to sleep in the uh, uh, Ox production booth on Saturday night after I was on the air uh, till 9, it was still coming down. It was what we had been seeing all week. I get up at 3 o'clock on Sunday morning, actually 2.50, um, and I look out the window. I go, this can't be. And for the first time over the weekend, I could see Building 300, the building that's across the parking lot from Building 500. So um, it, it was just... Like I said, something I've never seen, the consistency of that wind and snow for as long as it was with no break. Um, it's something I've never seen before, and I'm kind of hoping I never see it again. 803-0930, star 930, Joe's in Williamsville. Uh, Joe, what's the situation in Williamsville? Hey, Joe. Uh, thanks. First of all, thanks for all you're doing. Uh, all of you at the station have been so informative. It's really helped. Um, the reason for my call, I got two questions. One. I live on a street in Williamsville off the main and uh, not a plow, nothing. And that's, you know, it's unusual, but that's what's going on. And it's a dead end street. It's uh, Caesar Boulevard, which is not a main drag, but right across from the fire department, but no plows. The other thing I'm wondering is when, when they might, did they, did they take the driving ban off in Williamsville or is it still on? It will go away with the Amherst one at 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's and, tough. yes, Caesar Boulevard, uh, let me tell you, uh, walked down Caesar Boulevard yesterday, and you have that truck that was stuck at Maine and Caesar, and I know they were trying to make a little bit of a path, but, yeah, it, 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 still, um, it still needs a, a plow down it, and the snow drifts down Caesar were unreal. Seeing those uh, yesterday when I when I was uh, going home, Joe, I um, I, I just it, like I said, it's not like nothing I've seen before. I have never seen anything like this. My yard I can't see out the back patio at all. But the the drifts are over the roof. Oh, it's unreal. My gosh. Unreal. Well, Joe, I'm hoping we get that uh, that plow down Caesar ASAP. Like you said, it's right across from the fire hall. Uh, hopefully Thanks, by the Joe. end of. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate the call. And I appreciate the I kind appreciate words. It. All right. Hopefully, Bye-bye. hopefully by the end of uh, of uh, Puckett show, we'll have a uh, a plow down Caesar. Like I said, it is kind of reassuring that they're lifting the travel ban, and they've said yes. that they're going to have most. Uh, streets clear by the end of the day. Joe in Williamsville, really appreciate the call. Opens the line for you, 803-0930, star 930. Jimmy uh spent the weekend at the station. He's actually still there. Uh, I was at the station until 1230 yesterday when uh, Pasquale took me home. Jimmy, what is your takeaway from being stuck at the Odyssey Complex? This was awesome. The greatest thing, that's the greatest Christmas uh, I could have ever imagined being able to to serve the public and 
and uh, be a, a source of information uh, for for those who are so in need at this time. It uh, it brought me a lot of joy uh, I, you, to you know, to and, be and, able to do that. And that's what we did. You know, we were there for people giving information and putting focus, Jimmy. I thought the most important thing we did was having people call in with with a struggle or a situation they needed help, they needed focus, and we were able to put that word out there. You know, uh, you had so many people listening and were able to get help. And, and the stories of people coming to the rescue, uh, again, I'm, I'm so glad we were there. And, you know, Jimmy, people are saying, oh, you know, uh, you know, you guys were stuck there, all this and that. If there's anywhere you're going to be stuck, we had power, we had electricity, we had food. You until know, we didn't. I, until we didn't, but then we got uh, the— Solved that problem. The, and listen, the, we— The we, code to the Sunshine Cafe. We did not—I want it to be clear. We did not loot the Sunshine Cafe. No, we got, we, the, we got permission. We got permission from the owner. We, there, was, there has been no money exchanged. So we, we have kept a documentation of every single thing we have eaten from this local business owner's cafe that just happens to have a, a, a rental space here in, the, in our office complex. Everything, so much as the, the, the length of the paper towel uh, roll that we have used, how much of it we've used, how many pieces of tin foil we've torn off, and, and uh, how many takeout containers we're paying for every single thing we used and then some. Be- yeah. We are just so deeply grateful for that. But to, to be in this seat, uh, in the center of all the information for, for, uh, for all these people in need is just, just so, so wonderful. I, yeah. I think I've been sitting here for about, my estimation is about 90 hours yes uh, and in uh, this room and i just i just but i just wanted to get that point out jimmy you know there were people and there are still people who have no power no heat they're they they've got layers on layers on uh there are people who were abandoned in their car there were people who r- needed real help yeah we might have been stuck at the station but we were we were fine we were in we were had heat we had food and we were making sure we got the information out to you so uh, I appreciate all the kind words, and yeah. you know it, it's kind of it's the reason you get into the business. Um, but we were we were just fine. It it, was... It's it's nice to be home. Don't get me wrong, but we were just fine. I am glad that we were able to get information to people, and we were able to help get people to the people who needed help and get answers for other people. I, I, I am so happy we were able to do that and continue to be able to do that with the great staff we have at WBEN. It, uh, it, it sort of, as I'm sitting in the, the seat behind the board here, it became a responsibility of mine and a, and a goal of mine to, to archive all of this and to, to sort of document it as best I could in our in our audio systems and to sort of I'm trying to keep note there were thousands and thousands of phone calls that came into our studio uh, that I remember the first call from from James and Joe and uh, and hearing the tone in his voice when I was screening the call to go on the air and and there like I remember all of this but it's all documented and Hopefully, at some point, you know, we can we can post a lot of this audio for the public to, to hear. Some of it's it, we're just so busy here taking calls and, and and gathering information that our podcast feeds are are so backed up. But uh, the ability for for uh, this to be remembered from an audio standpoint, 
I, I hope that we can produce something uh, in the near future that uh, allows the listeners to, to relive and re-listen and, and hear what we did for the public. That was sort of and a goal of mine. And it was so nice to hear, you know, James, he's doing all right. Uh, because, yeah. you know, they kept calling in. They kept checking in with David, with Tom, with me, with Pasquale, um, all throughout the uh, the weekend. And I, I'm so glad that James was able uh, to get uh, to a, a warm place, to get his insulin. Uh, very happy to hear that, uh, Jimmy. And, you know, there were stories like that all weekend. And that's why I said I, I, I want the – I want the stories out of the uh, of the blizzard to be the positive stories, the you know the, the stories of people being good neighbors and helping people who are in need. Uh, you know, doing a welfare check when someone when they heard, hey, you know, my friend hasn't answered their phone in a few hours. If you're in that area, and then getting a call, hey, I went, I checked in on them, they're doing okay. I, I mean, that's that's just what that's what we're all about in Western New York and Buffalo and Western New York and. I want those stories to be the ones that we remember. Yeah, and uh, it, this is uh, this is going to be uh, an unforgettable, unforgettable for me. Um, the the end of it that uh, that's in our position here. We we're audio only. You're only hearing this, so I'm sitting in this room hearing everything. Uh, and just trying to illustrate it with the photos, the, the photo of Transit Road from the Sheridan Drive overpass looking north, and that uh, sort of apocalyptic um, view. Like I could not, you know, I, it's, it's easy to see on Facebook, but to, to have left the building, I, I did leave the building briefly on a, on a, a bit of an emergency mission last night. Yes. Um, to get to that overpass, that was the direction I had to go to get where I, the, what I needed to get. And to to pull up in on the overpass of Sheridan Drive, and look out over Transit Road and see that firsthand was one of the most emotional things I've ever witnessed. That was uh, to to finally be able to illustrate, like, in 3D, without hearing it through two a uh, set of speakers in a control room, was uh, moving, deeply, deeply moving. Well, Jimmy, I, I agree with you, and I just have to say, you have to go take a shower. I, I, I desperately need a shower, and I, and I hope to be able to get home tonight, uh, 90 hours uh, without well, a shower. Well, you needed a shower yesterday, so I can only imagine. The, I'm not making light of this situation. There are, there are, I've been without a shower for longer than some people have been without power, and uh, yes. I, I, I'm sorry to everyone I work with, um, but uh, you know, well, I hope they get their power back first. But I, then I need you to take a shower. I know it. I really, I really, I. By the time I leave this evening, I, I, I hope that everybody that's been asking for power and the people who have continued to call have power back. Uh, I know this is no easy task, and now that I've seen part of, part of the city and uh, of Amherst, um, I get what's going on and how uh, how big of an undertaking this is for all of the um the emergency service uh workers and all of the the people who are i saw huge machines larger than life uh, backhoes that were buried and stuck in in drifts that were as big as these machines and they're working on the sides of the roads trying to remove this machine uh in the middle of the night when i left um and it was. It really put things in perspective for someone who hasn't seen it firsthand. So, so I have uh, a, a tremendous respect for all who are out there in the cold, uh, uh, helping those in need. 
Well, Jimmy, and uh, well said, Jimmy Celiano. Hope you get home tonight, get that shower, get a nice nap in, get some sleep in an actual bed, uh, and, and we will see you tomorrow. And we're so so lucky to have uh, Jimmy at WBEN. We're, we're lucky to have the whole crew there. Uh, you know, we had Bowerly was there. We had Pasquale there. Jerry Craig was there. Uh, Bellavia was doing shows. Tim and Susan uh, did the morning show over the weekend. Uh, Tom Puckett uh, was there. Max Ferry was there. It, it was really um, one heck of a team. And uh, we, like I said, uh, we're only a small yes, part we, of this. What's I mean, that? There's a, we're only a small. I mean, we like a very small part of it. The, and, the, and again, it, it's it's you have people that were again stuck in cars, freezing, uh, had no power. Don't you know? Don't worry about us. We 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 had everything we needed, and um, that's that's the whole thing of of local radio uh, is making sure we are there when you needed us most. And I, I think we delivered on that over the weekend. The management told me that I should uh, go across the the street to the hotel across the street. Uh, um, I don't know. Was it yesterday or that I've lost track of time? And I said I I replied back to Tim Wenger and I said. Uh, that would be doing the public a disservice if I left here and wasn't and I missed something and I and I'm not here. That I I can't leave this building. Uh, it would be putting the the, the public in jeopardy. Uh, I have to be here for this. I uh, sleep. I'll sleep next week, some other day. You know, yes. I I'm not in a rush to sleep. I'll eat a little bit. I'll you know I'm 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 the uh, the spirits are high. I'm well fed uh, thanks to the the cafe again. Uh, just having fun. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for uh, your help over the weekend and for staying today. Uh, really appreciate Jim Stiliano. The guy is a workhorse. And uh, like I said, working for 90 hours. And uh, I mean, he has as much energy as he did when he showed up to work on Friday. I do not know how he does it. Uh, thanks to everyone. Thanks to everyone at the station over the weekend for all their help. Thanks to all the callers, uh, you know, putting the calls, putting the focus on the situations that needed it. Uh, you guys uh, couldn't have done it without you. Um, and let's continue. Uh, let's continue cleaning up from the storm. Like I said, we're going to cl- clean up from the storm. We're going to get everyone back up and moving again. And then we can start talking about the lessons learned from the storm and uh, hopefully, um, you know, document those lessons and uh, go from there. I want to thank you so much for the calls today, the text. Um, coming up next, Tom Puckett with his evening news. And then Pasquale Major will be on until uh, 10 o'clock tonight. So make sure you line up the calls for him and the text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, stay safe out there. If you are without power, I really, really hope that you have power in the next hour or two. If your street hasn't been plowed, I hope you see uh, a plow in the next hour or two, but stay safe. If you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Uh, there are still o- obstacles around uh, Western New York. So if you don't have to be on the roads, stay home, let the people clean up, let them uh, clear a path. Thank you so much for everything, guys. Tom Puckett is next. And then Pasquale here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month, with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.